everybody. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to Once in a Lifetime, the podcast where we watch and then discuss Lifetime movies. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> my super radio personality. Uh, I'm Bridget. I am Anne. And oh boy, Anne selected a real treat for us this week. Tell us about it, Anne. Yeah, I picked a movie called Terror in the Woods. Um, and it the only reason I chose it was because it said starring Angela Kinsey. And I was like, <laughs> oh shit, I'm watching this, Angela Kinsey. I read the description. For some reason, I didn't connect that it was about Slender Man until mm-hmm. the movie started. And I was like, oh, this is a Slender Man documentary. <laughs> well, yes. I say documentary. <laughs> this is a this is a Slender Man <laughs> lifetime documentary. <laughs> Uh, we're going to have Anne look up documentary after the oh episode my is over. <laughs> um, I just have to say this movie really fucking bummed me out. Like, yes. it just made me sad for everyone involved in this. Because this is a real fucking thing that happened. Yes. And so... It, it's shocking. Shocking. Like, these... Kids yeah. are 12 years old, like a year older than my son. It is bananas. It's yes. bananas. And the oof, the mental health stuff happening here. And it was just a lot. Um, yeah. I thought the kids, I thought those girls did a great job, especially the girl who played Caitlin. Oh my God, I know. And the casting was so perfect because usually when we watch these movies, we're like, these kids are like five years older than they're supposed to mm-hmm. be. It's ridiculous. These girls were like exactly what sixth graders look like, act yep. like, sound like. I mean, they were exactly what they were supposed to be. And I thought they did such a good job. Oh, they were I so know. good. They I was so excited good. to see. Um, I looked them up and the girl who plays Caitlin was also Christy in the new Babysitter's Club series that came out last year, which I haven't I can, watched yet, but... I can see her being a Christy. Totally a Christy. Yeah, definitely. So this movie opens up with... I'm going to refer to her as Angela the entire time because... Okay, yeah, I don't even know what her name is. Danny. I wrote Caitlin's mom. Danny. It's Danny. The dad says it one time. Her name's Danny. Oh. Um, but I'm going to call her Angela. So it opens up with her in like a a group counseling type setting where she's talking about her daughter's imagination and how it led her to commit violence. And it's kind of like flashbacks between her talking and like what is going to happen. Like you just see flashes Mm -hmm. of a little girl running through the woods and like flashes of blood and screaming and da, 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 da. We're introduced to the suzerain, which is Slender Man. <laughs> they call him Suzerain. I felt this. okay. I felt like this was such a great translation of the name, or like I don't know, Bobo version of it. And then I was like, <laughs> who wrote this? And I looked it up. This movie is written by Amber Benson, who played Tara on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So she has a lot of knowledge of demons and well, stuff. Well, well, well. You're I always know. so good at looking up, like, who wrote this stuff. Well, like I recognized that. her name. Yeah. And then also executive produced by Christina Ricci. Oh, really? I did not see that. Oh, I thought that was interesting. You know, she does have her little toe in the Lifetime water because I watched that movie that she's in with Judith Light where she's... Um, Lizzie Borden? N- Nellie Bly. Oh, Nellie Bly. She yeah. also plays Lizzie Borden. Oh, so. 
Well, good for you, Christina Ricci. Like, fine. Yeah. yeah. Get yes. it. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just no. liked the Suzer and felt like the name of a demon. And I thought, good job. <laughs> they did just try to call him, like, skinny guy. Skinny fella. <laughs> <laughs> So we're introduced to the two main characters who are Caitlin and Rachel. And Caitlin is the daughter of Angela. Mm-hmm. And Rachel is the daughter of a guy and a woman who are separated. Um, so she's like living with her stepdad. Who, yes. Can I just say too, these fucking dads in this movie were so sweet and wonderful and good and i was just like really all the parents except for rachel's mom um yeah they were all just good like everybody was just so nice and this (laughs) just felt so bad for everybody i know and so i actually also watched the the actual documentary not the lifetime documentary Uh (laughs) beware the slender man (laughs) yesterday and it like really echoes that so that's what also hit home for me when I watched this movie because I watched this movie twice and the documentary. I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> I watched uh, it twice. I was just like, oh, the heartbreak is real in watching the the parents talk about it in the documentary, especially uh, mm, Caitlin, dad. a.k.a. Morgan's dad. Uh, oof, yeah. Yeah. And that really came through in this movie, I feel. Yes, that like, guy was so great. Oh, I, I just wanted to, wanted to I know, I was just going to say, I wanted to just give give that big guy, like, a giant hug and be like, it'll be okay, you're on medication and trying to make it better. Like, you're doing a good job. Oh. So, Caitlin is the, quote unquote, I'm weird. Just ask anyone. <laughs> She's, she, and she is. She's She's got some stuff going on. She sure does. She's kind of gothy, wears a lot of black, you know, like has her gloves that she never takes her, off. Yeah, her fingerless, fingerless gloves. gloves. Um, we meet Rachel. And is Rachel on the spectrum? Okay, that's a great question. And I had that thought when I was watching the documentary of Anissa, the, the real life version. Okay. That, like the way she speaks... Yes, something, something definitely lends itself to. Yeah, the the way she was portrayed in this, it like her social cues are weird, Mm -hmm. and she gets very obsessed with things, obviously, and like the way, like her excitement, the the way they portrayed her, like. excitement and Mm -hmm. stuff it just kind of was like oh is she she, like is she on the spectrum because they're making me feel like she might be yeah and the the way she's and okay I don't want to say that we're talking about like uh are trying to stereotype people on the spectrum Mm -hmm. uh you've met one person with autism you've met one person with autism etc right um, but the way she speaks to the police is very like monotone and just super matter of fact. And yeah. it's like, okay, you are saying nonsense right yeah. now, but you're right. saying it like so blase. So yeah, it was interesting. And uh, I didn't, I don't know. I felt like this movie made us not like her. I, I liked her because I was like, I had, sympathy for her because I did think she is on the spectrum. Like I, if she's not, then I really kind of don't have sympathy 
for her because you should fucking know what you're doing then. You know what I mean? She, yeah. The way she talked to Emily really made me mad. And, um, yeah. cause Emily is, uh, the third friend in this. Oh, circle. we'll talk about, we'll talk about Emily. Oh, Emily. <laughs> um, but Rachel, yeah, she's kind of mean to her. And I, I just felt like I knew girls like that. In- well, and I, yeah, I think that's kind of a common thing in that age group too. It's sure. like you have the two buddies and then a third one comes along and it's kind of like the two against one type, you know, odd number thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I definitely think that they played into that too. And that, you know, like such a hard age 12 years old like beginning middle school the worst fucking tough it's especially now i can't imagine i feel bad for my it's like fuck i feel bad it's it's going when we went was hard but like we barely had the internet when yeah. we went to school like it wasn't you it wasn't the what it is now like not remotely yeah and oh so, sorry, we got a little off track. <laughs> yeah, we sure did. That's my bad. Sorry, guys. But uh, Rachel is obsessed with watching videos and reading online about the suzerain. Um, she has her little tablet. She's constantly looking at it in her room, unsupervised. Like, this is why you need to fucking pay attention to what your kids are doing online. And, like, really, unless you you really, really trust your kid, like, don't let them fucking go online in their room. Like... You know, it's just, yeah. you don't, you don't know what they're doing. And this it's not even something I've ever thought about because I don't have kids, but it would be really hard to always see what they're looking at unless right. you're like, you can only, yeah, I've never thought about that before. That's wild. Bananas, bananas. So Angela is the frazzled mom. She's getting everybody ready for school in the morning. She's so overworked. Oh, she is just, but she's holding it down. Like she has a, she is. a good she attitude. Is. Something I want to ask, how do people always burn the toast in movies and shows? Like, why are you fucking with your knob? Wouldn't your knob just be at the same setting every day? And like, yeah. leave. It doesn't your, work anymore. Toasters. It's just, an, it's just annoying to me. It's <laughs> it just is. one. I, I was agree. just like, why the I I even I was like I noted it the first time and I said if it still bothers you the second time write it down and make it <laughs> <laughs> and it did so I wrote it down. <laughs> um, Good the dad the dad is really sweet. Uh, Caitlin's dad is so 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 sweet. He's this big giant bear of a man, mm-hmm. but you can tell something is off. They never actually say what's wrong with him. But through the movie, you infer, at least I did, that he has some kind of schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like recently diagnosed with it, maybe, or like on some kind of new medication or just starting to go. I, I think it's just, uh, I, yeah, it was unclear, but I feel like for people with schizophrenia, it's like always you're finding that balance because things change. And yeah. Yeah, so it did seem like he was having a particularly hard time, but yeah. it wasn't clear why. Right, right. But so you just kind of were like, oh, and you you can tell he's kind of just self-care, basically, like taking care of himself mm-hmm. and taking it easy to like get better, which is what they're trying to work on with him, like getting him better. 
he's not working. He's at home. Yeah, he's, he's on like disability or something like that. Um, and this is when we're introduced to Caitlin. She's getting ready for school. She's talking to an invisible friend she has named Sophie, and they're she's talking about like baby dragons. We can't take can't the take the dragons. baby dragons. It's the first not thing yet. This is way too soon. Sophie. Too soon, Sophie. Come on. <laughs> Shut your mouth and sit down Jesus, in the chair. Sophie. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Always yammering on, Soph. Um, so the girls. Oh, and then we meet Rachel and uh, her stepdad. And her stepdad mm-hmm. is just also a, a wonderful, supportive, caring, lovely yes. man. Yes. Lovely man. Wonderful. He's in the like army or something. He's like going to the recruitment center. Yeah, he's like a recruiter or something. Yeah. Um, Something is going on with him and her mom. They're like separated. We later find out she cheated on him. And so it's been like six months and she's lived there. Um, That obviously comes up later, but it's, you know, important to note that that's why the mom is not there right now. Um. She's on the bus and getting bullied by the fucking assholes because, of course, of course, of course, because fucking boys can't. Well, girls, too. Girls are maybe yeah. even worse. Kids can like, be terrible. Kids can be fucking awful. So the first and day. I that- just. Sorry. I just oh. really <laughs> didn't understand why they gave the bully this one line. Why her face looked like Why that? Why her face looked like that? Oh, he called her. And he butt was like too. Oh, he called her butt <laughs> breath. He just was like this little dorky white kid with like a bowl cut. Yeah, he like, looked. Why he looked like Gene like from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Gene would never be so rude, but yes, he did. That's hilarious. <laughs> So they're like throwing paper at Rachel and she's kind of like cowering in her little bus seat. Oh, and then there's a shadow that comes over her and she's like, oh no, please, no. And it's Caitlin. (laughs) And Caitlin comes and sits down with her and that's when she's like, I'm weird. You can ask anybody. And then you're like, well, here's the start of a horrific friendship that (laughs) that is going to just be nothing but awful. And Rachel is like, so fucking excited to have a friend. Oh boy. Holy shit. Rachel is like her facial expressions in this whole movie. I was like, I know. Oh my God. <laughs> she was so <laughs> animated. I loved it. I loved it. Same. So, Bridget, this is where we get our first dose of Emily. Why don't you give us a little, a little taste <laughs> of Emily? Emily is obsessed with fairies. It's the only thing she talks about. So you might think, so she doesn't talk much? Oh, you would be wrong. <laughs> she never stops talking about fairies. But she's like, so cute. Yes. Oh. And I mean, if the little girl who plays her does not also talk like that, that's the best acting I've ever seen in my life. I know. She's like this teeny tiny little like elf of a girl. Mm-hmm. She so wears fairy cute. wings to school. Yeah, she is. And she like she's excited about it. So excited. But it's to me, it wasn't like annoying. It was like, oh, my God, she is just like 
fucking obsessed with fairies and like what an innocent little thing like going in sixth grade that's kind of when like you grow out of that stuff and she's she's not ready she is like i'm going to embrace my fucking fairies and Mm -hmm. horses and like tea parties like that is my fucking game and i loved it i loved it um Okay, I want to say two things. One, I didn't know that sprinkles were fairy seeds. So that was a really fun thing that I learned. The pink ones. Oh, I forget what kind she's Garden. They're garden fairies. Oh, they're garden fairies. That's right. And two, this whole movie, I just kept thinking, this is Pen 15 with way too much mental illness. Like, it's that exact age. Did you watch Pen 15? I didn't. <gasps> okay. Do I have it's, to? It's so good. You would love it. It's like two uh, women wrote and created the show and they're playing themselves in the sixth grade. Oh, (laughs) Oh, that's cute. I mean, it's hilarious, but they're very much these girls that like become friends because they still like to play with dolls and stuff. stuff. Yeah. I feel like I played with them probably a little past when a lot of my friends did but I had like a younger sister so I could be like well I'm just playing with her like (laughs) (laughs) yes doing it for her I'm being a really good big sister here (laughs) um they're all in a creative writing class together with like the coolest fucking teacher ever she seems like I loved that teacher all the adults in this movie were really good they were really caring and I just yes really liked all of them Agreed. Um, they do a Mad Libs on the bus. <laughs> I love Bridget, that they were called Rad Riffs. Rad Riffs. Bridget, <laughs> we're going to do a Mad Libs right now, okay? Yay, I'm ready. It's, it's about the internet, okay? Oh, and my you, God. Perfect. There is one. There's one in here. There's one in here that you are going to have to use a certain phrase, and you're going to know what it is. Uh, give me an adjective. Stinky. Okay. Uh, noun. Pizza. A noun. Glue. An adjective. Purple. Okay. Du, du, du. A verb. Skip. Part of the body. <laughs> Come on. That's the JJ. A, yeah. <laughs> uh, plural noun. Cats. Okay. A place. Oregon. Ooh. <laughs> a noun. Computer. Oh, no. That's a terrible one. <laughs> this is about the internet. A uh, number. 27. Adjective. Sticky. <laughs> Adjective. Bright. Noun. Oil. Oil. Mm-hmm. Adjective. Cluttered. Uh, verb. Pick. And a noun. Tweezer. All right. We're going to read your Mad Libs. It is called Internet Inspiration. Oh, boy. Whether chipping away at a, st- a stinky statue or stitching a patchwork pizza... Crafting is always a labor of glue. 
but sometimes the most purple part of what the mer- the most purple part of producing art is deciding what to skip. <laughs> <Next>. <laughs> Luckily, the internet can lend a helping vajay. <laughs> There are plenty of mood boards and photo cats. That is true online to consult for inspiration. (laughs) It doesn't matter if you're redesigning Oregon, (laughs) painting, painting a computer or hosting a dinner party for 27. The internet will have plenty of sticky advice. (laughs) And if you're feeling bright, you can create your own oil board and inspire (laughs) dozens of followers with your cluttered designs. (laughs) With an infinite number of new projects to pick. Oh, that actually worked pretty well. The only challenge will be finding the tweezer to complete them all. Okay. God, I love them, Mad Lib. I love them. So good. I really like that. Good job, Bridget. Good Thank job. You. I feel proud that I accidentally said crafting was a labor of glue because <laughs> it is. I like that. And like tweezers. I use tweezers when I do my craft shit. I was holding my crafting tweezers while I was doing that. So that's how that <laughs> happened. Um, and I just love Mad Libs. Like, that's such a kid thing to do. Mm-hmm. And like to fill in like, oh, the JJ. So we get Rachel's mom at the bus stop. Tell us about Rachel's mom. She's smoking. She's got chunky highlights. She's wearing not like anything inappropriate. It's just like tight. Party All her mom. clothing is tight. Yeah. Party, party mom. mom. She's got a sure. nose ring. Like. Definitely party mom. Um, Caitlin that night does this weird thing where she's like playing outside with her dragons and stuff, but like actual toy dragons and is talking to Sophie, but then she's pretending she's like a a cat, which I guess is a thing she does a lot, um, is pretend she's a cat. Oops, sorry, I got to turn my my silent mode on. Um, So that was kind of weird, but... I mean, I guess it fits in. She has a very active imagination. Yeah. Um, Emily calls her on the phone during this, which I thought was like the weirdest little scene because she's on the phone with Emily, says nothing to Emily. Well, the you entire, can't really. <laughs> the entire you can't get time. get a word in edgewise. So while she's on the phone listening to Emily talk about fairies, presumably, <laughs> <laughs> Angela finds the the Mad Libs in Caitlin's backpack oh, yes. and is yes. just horrified to Even find. Though she these, said like, she had to look up Vajayjay. Yeah, she said. I mean, really? Do you have to look up Vajayjay? Find some context clues and figure it out. Come on, know. lady. Come on. Uh, but this is also. Where we learn her dad, like, kind of more of his symptoms. He's kind of dizzy and weird because of his happy pills. And this is when I'm like, okay, well, he's got some kind of, like, schizophrenia or something Yeah, he like says that. at one point when he thanks Angela for making dinner, he's like, I just couldn't make myself do it. Too much chatter. Yeah. So that was the one. That was the real yeah. big clue that it was schizophrenia for mm-hmm. sure. Angela's like. I should have the talk with her. 
It's like, girl, your kid's in middle school. You should have had this talk already. (laughs) Come on, a little dropping the ball there. I know you're a busy lady, but come on. Um, I didn't love that the dad was like, well, you're the mom, so you're the one who has to talk to her. Why? Can't you both do it? I think it's just maybe because it's a little more easier for like female to female maybe like maybe it's easier for the for the kid i mean i would much rather like i'm glad my mom talked to me about that and not my fucking dad like (laughs) oh my god he got like so enraged one time when i forgot to flush the toilet when i was on my period he was like oh my god i'm like well sorry you live in a house of three fucking women like what do you want me to do man (laughs) sorry sorry about it rachel stays up literally all night long watching videos about the suzerain and how he wants to take you to live in his forest palace or else Boy. he will kill your family. Mm-hmm. Just videos. Sounds videos, real cool, videos. guys. Horrible. Like, go to bed. It's your second day of school tomorrow. Please get some sleep. I know. So tomorrow, tomorrow, <laughs> the next day is when uh, <laughs> Rachel and Emily like officially meet. Caitlin wants to introduce mm-hmm. them. Um, And Rachel is, like, immediately exhausted by Emily. She can't believe this girl. (laughs) I mean, the looks on her face. She's just, like... (laughs) At the lunch table. (laughs) Oh, wow. She's like, get me out of here now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I loved it. I mean, you could just... That little girl's face was perfect. So funny, like... God, I was cracking up. I was like, been there, friend. Been (laughs) there. (laughs) On the ride home, Caitlin's vision, she's looking out the window and her vision kind of starts to get all weird and distorted. Mm -hmm. And right after, Rachel's telling her all about like what she's learned about the suzerain. And she, again, her animation while like telling her how the suzerain's going to come and find her and like <laughs> chop her fam chop the family up like it, she was so funny so yes. funny yes. And i know it wasn't meant maybe it was meant to be funny because she was so into it like maybe yeah, they she were had showing like, how like <laughs> intense she was about it i mean <laughs> it's funny to see in a movie but to think about a kid being that intense about something like that is really upsetting yeah and then they go hang out at Rachel's and she shows Caitlin all the videos and Caitlin mm-hmm. is like instantly hooked. She is yes. like, yes. he's watching you all of the time, everywhere, every day, every night. He's always there. Like, and you're like, oh no, no, Caitlin, no, yeah. you're already showing some signs of something. It really no. just, oh God, it made me so sad because it just, the way the character was written and the way that girl played her, it just, you felt like she was like trying so desperately to make sure she was okay. And she mm-hmm. was like, oh, if other people are saying something's watching us all the time, then maybe I'm not, yeah. there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. It just broke my heart for her. I think, feel like they really got that message across that that's why she clung so hard mm-hmm. to this idea. Yeah. Oh, my heart. I know. It was, it was sad. Um, Why don't you tell us about the swimming pool scene? Oh, boy. So Emily, Caitlin, and Rachel are at like a water park. 
yeah, like an indoor know, water park indoor pool. Type thing. Yeah. And uh, Rachel and Caitlin go down this big water slide, and we see Emily wait her turn and just kind of be like, you know what? I'm all set and turn Hard around pass. and go back down. <laughs> yeah, she looks like she's not into it. You're sitting on the side of the pool while uh, Caitlin and Rachel are like across the pool, basically just playing. It's like a lazy river in an, in the indoor pool area. It's kind of awesome, right? Like they're in a lazy river. It was pretty cool. Um, Emily sitting on the side of the pool somehow falls in. Um, I thought she pool noodle. Yeah. I thought she purposely jumped in because she was seeing the two girls on the float having fun. And she was like, I want to be a part of that. And so I, I think she jumped in onto the noodle but the okay, noodle that slipped it, out from yeah. under her. And then we see very quickly that Emily is not a strong swimmer. And also what felt like a very accurate portrayal of what it would actually look like to see a kid drowning mm-hmm. because you can't tell. It just looked like she was swimming. Yeah. From like the up the high up shots. That happened to me one time. <gasps> and when I couldn't swim, like I was at a like a swim club with my friend. And we were on our little paddle board, like our little kickboards. And I had gotten a little too far out than I should have where my feet couldn't touch. And I like slipped off of it. And I was like, oh shit, like I can't touch. And so I just like, there was a, a some dude next to me and I just like grabbed onto him. Oh my gosh, and, like, I like vividly, re- but that's what it's like. Like you can't yell and say, help me. I can't swim. Like you're, it, it's scary. It's a scary situation. And like, that I thought they terrifying. did a good job showing yes. how scary it can be, especially for like a little kid. It's fucking terrifying. But she gets rescued. Thank fucking God. Yes. The lifeguard jumps in, grabs her. And then was that Rachel's stepdad also? Yeah. Or was it just, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't tell because of the angles if that was actually him. Yeah. Um, they show us, Caitlin and Rachel, really watching this happening, though. Yeah. So we know this is somehow going to come into play later. Yeah. We see their friendship blooming. It's just like one of those little montages and like, <laughs> oh, they're buddies having fun. Caitlin also, <laughs> which I love, she has a little brother in this movie who mm-hmm. says not a single word in the entire film like he says no I'm just like why is he there like he doesn't play a role but I guess she just had a little brother and they needed to put that in but it was just so funny (laughs) I know how (laughs) how he's just there and never says anything like yeah usually they'll have some kind of tantrum or something so you're like oh she's got a little brother okay got it check and he's just he like there. yeah he laughs with dad about the burnt toast at the beginning and mm-hmm. then like we never do we even see him again I don't remember at dinner when they're at the restaurant oh yeah 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 that's right um this is when Angela has the little talk about you know <laughs> with Caitlin about the Mad Libs she found yep. she found her Mad Libs there's some really racy stuff in here <laughs> oh, it's like what so Caitlin like spaces out while her mom is talking to her. The vision thing again happens. Mm-hmm. She kind of hears like, <laughs> like weird noises and stuff. Um, the Angela talks with her dad about the illness mm-hmm. and Caitlin's overhearing it, but she doesn't understand what they're talking about. But like they're talking about their fear of it being passed down 
to their kids, mm-hmm. whatever is ailing him. And um, he's kind of like, we don't have to worry about it. And, you know, we'll cross that bridge if we get there. Da, da, da. So Caitlin's Yeah, like, like they're too young for us to be worried yeah. about. No. What the fuck is going on? So then she has like a little conversation with Sophie about it. We're too young for it to affect us. I don't know what they're talking about, though. Yeah. Oh, this next scene when Rachel's mom, she's like been hanging out with Rachel for the day and drops her off back at the stepdad's. Yeah, is this when she was late? This is when she was late and kind of shows her true like... yeah. She's she's a nut. She, I don't know. I didn't, I was like, okay, you're a fucking, you just want to go out and party and like do your fucking thing. Go do it yeah. then. She wants, it's Leave like, us does, alone. does she want to come back? It's like she does, but he's like, I like, you can just don't be fucking like other guys on me. And <laughs> she can't not do that. I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I it was hard to get a read on her. Like she said something about like, like I don't want to live under your thumb, but it's like he's not strict, at least with not Rachel, with not with Rachel at yeah, all. It was confusing. He seemed like a very like reasonable, kind, thoughtful person. Yeah. So it just felt like I mean, if I'm gonna psychoanalyze her with my um non-professional opinion you know she didn't feel like she deserved the love that he had to give she's probably yeah. shit on her whole life and she was like it was pushing so hard against it and yeah ruining everybody's life in the process i mean it's true so she kind of has like a freak out breakdown goes storming off um caitlin and rachel are at the park swinging and caitlin asks rachel if she's ever if she ever sees things that aren't meant mm. for people to see, like the Easter Bunny or Santa Claus. And Rachel's like, yeah, sure. I guess so. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, f- I think the suzerain is watching me, like right now, I feel his eyes on me all the mm-hmm. time. I know he's watching me. And then Caitlin tells her that she's seen him. She's, she's seen, seen him. And Rachel goes... <laughs> ape shit like she stands <laughs> up from that swing and she's just pacing aggressively in a circle like, like oh doing, my god he's real oh my god he's doing laps around like <laughs> the, the like one the end of set. the <laughs> i was like wow was so funny yeah and then caitlin tells rachel about uh sophie and about her mm-hmm. hallucinations and how she sees things and hears things Colors get weird. Faces get blurry. Yeah. Um, And Rachel's like, that sounds rad. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) That really made me laugh. She was like, whoa, that sounds fucking cool. Um, Oh, this is when, too, she says she's told her parents. Because Rachel's oh, like, well, have you told your parents? And Caitlin was like, I've told them, but they don't they don't believe me. Which I was like, did she tell them? Because it seems like they would believe you since they're very concerned about this with you. I know. I was so confused by that. But in the um in the documentary, uh, her mom does say, like, she says that she tried to tell us, but I don't remember that. So, 
And I think she's talking about dreams or something that was happening in the night. And so they just like dismissed it. Okay. But yeah, that is frustrating. Well, and it would make like she knew that Caitlin had like a super active imagination. Mm -hmm. And I, because she, when she meets with the teacher at school later on, spoiler, they have to have a meeting at school. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You really gave away a lot of the plot. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. Didn't want to ruin anything for you. But um, I don't know. It just seemed. Lost my train of thought. It just seemed weird that like, yeah, that she had tried to tell them and they yeah. don't do anything about it, yeah. or were like, "You're just making things up." Yeah, that would feel like a big red flag. Yeah. So this is kind of when it starts to go bonkers, bananas. They're like, "All right, we were chosen by the suzerain to mm-hmm. like be his friends. We have to befriend him, otherwise." he's going to kill our families. Like they're like, we have to protect our families. We have to become proxies. Is that what they called it? Yeah. Or like, yeah. Like subordinates of his basically. Yeah. Like they have to do his bidding, but first Mm -hmm. they have to get in his good favor and then they have to do everything he wants. I Mm -hmm. was like, this doesn't make any sense guys. Yeah. Um, So that night, Caitlin gets scared in the night and tells Sophie that they need protection. Yes, and she finds a meat tenderizer mm-hmm. in the kitchen. And that thing is huge. It's massive. Although I, I was feel like, like that's the set. Well, no, I think my mom had a smaller one than that. I have a smaller one, and it's like all wood. But this one is like stainless steel at the top and has a wooden handle. I mean, it looks like an old weapon. And I was it like, is looks, this what they look like? It's like the size of a sledgehammer. Like... <laughs> I well okay, so I looked Huge. them up. I'm like, is this what meat tenderizers look like? And I Google it, and the first one that comes up looks exactly like it. And I'm like, oh, I guess so. Then I realized it's one fashioned to look like Thor's hammer. Oh, <laughs> so like that was the hmm. one they decided to buy was the old Mjolnir or whatever. Thor's interesting, interesting. Oh, we also saw her earlier in the evening. She goes down in the in the night twice. The, f- the second time she goes down is when she gets the cleaver, but the first time she goes down and she sees her dad, like, sorting his pills out in his mm-hmm. little pill box. Oh, yeah, that's right. So she doesn't say anything, but she sees it, and it kind of gets brought up later on. Um, and then the next day, they're in art class, which, oh, my God, I remember doing ceramics and art class. It was so great. My you kids- never did. My, really? God, my mm-hmm. kids, like, their art department, ugh, they're really good with everything else. But, like, the art department, for some reason, is just not great. Like, I don't know if they just don't have the budget for art. But, like, yeah. remember when I went to school, we did, like, ceramics. And we, like, built a village out of wood. And we had to make cars. And we did all these different awesome, like, projects. What? And, like, my kids have never done anything like that. Ever, 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 ever. It's a real bummer. Real bummer. That's crazy. I don't remember doing anything like that. And in high school, I never took art classes because I was bad at art. I took a couple and only passed them because the teacher liked me. I Like, I was like, I'm shit at drawing, so what I'm going to do is come here, (laughs) cut some fun stuff out of magazine, make, like, a silly collage, and then I'm going to go for the rest of the class and go play frisbee outside. And he was like, all right. 
like he totally was uh, like, okay. <laughs> that's amazing. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. Um, where are we now? Oh, oh so they're in art class. She's making this the sculpture of the suzerain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Caitlin is always drawing also in this movie. Yeah. Um, so she's very artistic, which goes, like, I guess. And really good. Really good. Yeah, it was weird because later we'll see her draw the suzerain and it's like really good. He's like a dreamy little prince. Yeah. And but like her drawing in the next day is just like a stick figure. Right. So they weren't very consistent with no, that. But that's they with that yeah. style. You're right. They weren't. Um at lunch, the fucking bully from earlier in the film. Mm knocks Caitlyn's lunch tray down when she's carrying it. And Rachel just fucking flies up, punches him in the gut, and is like, I'm going to fucking send the suzerain after you, you piece of shit. Don't even like, Don't think. Don't you ever talk to my friend again. <laughs> Whoa, Great. It was great. And then um, Emily is like, guys, knock it the fuck off. Like, stop talking about all this and stuff like it's scaring me and I don't like it and Rachel goes well Emily you don't have to be here and (laughs) Emily was like shit Caitlin and Caitlin's just drawing and she's like damn I just got like fucking straight up dissed like I wrote that line (laughs) you don't have to be here and then I wrote Rachel is a little bitch like I can't believe the dismissive nature of that well you don't have to be here like it was no one asked you to come okay <laughs> so fucking rude so i'm gonna store that one in the repertoire <laughs> the teacher the teacher comes right over as caitlin is like hey rachel we need protection let me open my backpack and show you this meat cleaver i brought to <laughs> <Yeah>. school <laughs> like the sweet creative writing teacher comes over and is like Pump the brakes. Whoa, whoa, what's going on here? And this is where we have our meeting. Yes. uh, Angela is talking to the teacher and the teacher says, like, I'm seeing a lot of strange behaviors from Caitlin. She has a hard time connecting with other kids. And the mom's like, no, she doesn't. She has friends. Um, And the teacher's really like, look, how are things at home? I'm sure um, it might be helpful if your husband could come in. And Angela's like, he can't. He has a medical condition. And then she just breaks, lets down. it all come out. Yeah. All the stuff she's been holding in, woof, it comes out. And let yeah. me tell you, as someone who works with families, <laughs> with kids who are having a hard time, this happens all the time. I'm sure. The person yeah. that is there and will listen. And so she dumps it all on the teacher. Yeah, she's having a hard time. Like, she's working she's taking care of kids taking care of her husband taking Mm. care of the house like she's fucking exhausted i i get it i get it totally totally um and caitlin is out in the hallway listening to all of this yep crying and then has like a scare a Mm -hmm. suzerain scare she thinks (laughs) the lights are going off in the hallway and like he's coming to get her but then I've heard a pregnancy scare, but a suzerain <laughs> scare. <laughs> oh fuck. 
Oh, so she is suspended for a week. Yes. So she gets to chill at home with her dad for a week, which I mean, sounds they had a pretty good time. Like they built that fucking cool castle. Yeah, out of, of like, like paper and cardboard. Yeah, and paper towel rolls and shit. It was awesome. It was um, very she, cool. She asks him about his pills and what happens if he doesn't take them, but he doesn't answer her. He kind no. of just is like, what a cool castle we're making. <laughs> yeah, he really deflects it like a champ. <laughs> it just, it's so weird that it's like they act like they're so concerned about this potentially being passed on to their kids, but then when they're asking about it and Mm -hmm. displaying signs of it and like telling them (laughs) like they're seeing things. I know. They're like, what? Hmm? Huh? Dinner's ready. It's so weird. It's It's just really frustrating. But that was the case in real life too. They didn't tell Morgan that her dad had schizophrenia or like what it would look like. So, which honestly is also kind of a safety issue. Don't you think like if dad yeah. stopped taking his medication and was acting super erratically, like she should know what, what to some do. Signs are and like, yes. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, <sighs> so that's frustrating. Like, just be honest with your kids guys. Yeah, please, <laughs> please. Uh, Caitlin and her family are at dinner in a restaurant, which, man, doesn't that sound fucking good? Going <laughs> to a restaurant. Yeah, I was like, oh, I remember that. I miss remember? it. I miss it. I don't want to go. Like, they're I open, know, but I'm not fucking going. Hell no. Nope, no. I'm not either, but I do really I miss it. miss it. I miss not. I miss not doing dishes. Like, oh, my God. Uh, I have a dishwasher, so... And like, oh no, kids. So it's just constant dishes all the time. Why can't we have like Willy Wonka where we just have like a pill that's a meal that Violet Beauregard takes? Like little candy. I would love it at this point. Yeah, where's my? Mm, I forget what I was gonna say. <laughs> In Futurama, there's an episode where they, like, order just, like, a pill, but I can't remember what they call it, so never mind. All right. (laughs) It was awesome. Thank you so much. Awesome. To the max. (laughs) Okay, so they're at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where she draws her really good Susan, who looks, yeah, it does, like, looks like a Woodland Prince like mixed with Groot a little bit like yeah I called it like suzerain fanfic art because (laughs) it's like (laughs) this isn't really what he's like in the story but like what if he was sexy what if he was kind (laughs) of hot I enjoyed that she was like "Mm, what if you wanted to make out with him They're discussing Caitlin's birthday sleepover, what she wants to do. She's like, we'll go roller skating. Sounds great. Um, A little do mom and dad know what her actual birthday plans are. (laughs) Yikes. It's rough. The mom's concerned later on. Dad is like, I know if something was wrong with her. I know. (sighs) I know. know. So frustrating. No, no, no. You don't know obviously um they discover a ritual to call the suzerain and become his slaves Mm -hmm. 
And then they like decide it has to be a blood ritual. Yep. And then they decide it has to be someone who doesn't believe. And then they're like, Emily. (laughs) It was, yeah, it was almost like, I wouldn't have been surprised if they both looked at the camera and were like, we have to kill Emily. Emily. And the like guitar shred (laughs) and they high five. Because that was the way it played. Like, they came to the realization at the same time. Like, <laughs> sorry, Emily. High five. And then we got a kill. You like, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> um, at some point during this discussion, too, Rachel just fully lies and says that she can see the suzerain. And yeah. Yeah, so they're scary. on they're on the bus. And Caitlin's like, do you see him? And Rachel's like, yep, I totally see him. I see him right now. He's like, I'm looking at the same thing you're looking at right yeah. there. Please don't do that. Please do don't play into your friend's potential that. hallucinations. I know. So no, upsetting. No. So they're plotting to kill Emily at the sleepover. <laughs> Waiting outside the school. And Emily runs oh. out of the school. Yelling, happy birthday, Caitlin. And gives her a giant hug. She's like, I am so fucking pumped for your birthday. We are going to go roller skating and have a sleepover. And it is going to be the best. And then she does like the spring. (laughs) I I loved her so much. I was like, oh, man. And then she just ran away. It was so cute. And I was just like, oh, dear God, Emily, don't go to the sleepover. I know. Oh, so good. They go roller skating and Emily's like, I'm going to get a hot dog. You guys want to share it with me? <laughs> and I was like, who the fuck shares a hot dog? Yeah, that's And they're mine. like, they're like, no, we're good. And then they skate off and they're like, all right, well, it's necessary. And I was like, is that necessary now? Because she wanted to share a hot dog right. and that's something no sane person would ever do. <laughs> That was the final straw. They're like, well, right. clearly, <laughs> clearly, we can't go back on this now. It has got to be that bitch. <laughs> well, and then, so then they're like having the actual sleepover and Emily accidentally kicks Rachel. And she immediately is like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And Rachel, again, you little bitch, <laughs> lugs her. She punches her. Punches her in the leg. And like Emily's so like, hard. She's like, I said sorry. My God. Yeah, that was crazy. So Caitlin is supposed to set her alarm for midnight, and they're gonna like stab her, tie her up, and or tape her up and stab her, smother her, yeah, something, kill her. I think they were playing something about a pillow. They said, and there was um, duct tape too. Yep. Yeah, that pointed. <laughs> a shot of (laughs) Rachel putting her glasses inside the roll of duct tape. But Rachel forgets to set the alarm. Or does she? Well, no, she doesn't forget to set the alarm. Um, And then she's like, well, maybe we can just put it off forever. Like Rachel's kind of raring to go. You can tell she's like, oh, you're kind of freaky deaky. Yeah. And then in the morning, Caitlin thinks she's getting a message from the cardboard castle that, no, we got to go through with it. And it's got to yeah. be today. Sorry, sis. Happened. The message was, remember the hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oh, fuck. You're right. You're right. Who splits a hot dog? <laughs> 
So they come up with a new plan and Rachel's like, well, she can't swim. We're going to tie her up and throw her in the lake. Super sinister, Rachel. Mm -hmm. You're the bad guy here. I don't like it. Emily's dressed in like this poofy pink, like hot pink princess dress up. I loved that they all had little costumes. Yeah. Oh, where'd you go? There you are. Rachel, yeah. Rachel was wearing like a armor. Mm -hmm. She's like a knight. And Caitlin was a dragon, of course. I was obsessed with that. It was like dragon wings and it also had a long tail that came down. I was like, I that. That I don't know cute. what I would do with it, but it was adorable. Go to like a Comic Con or something. Be cute. Is there a Lifetime Con? I bet there is. Oh my God. We have to go. <laughs> we have to go. It's, do you think there is? Wait, look it up. There has to be. I bet there is. So they go into the park in the like fucking woodsy woods of the woods. Yeah, like, that is not a park. They are in the forest. They're like, in what? woods, man. <laughs> Did they call it a park? So they're like, all right, well, we're going to play like the knight captures the princess and I've captured yeah. you, so we better tie you up with rope. And <gasps> Yeah, well, Rachel pulls that rope out of a backpack and goes like, hey, check this out. <laughs> yeah. Like, and Emily says, drugs or what is it? What is, what is it? It's rope, <laughs> so Emily. Weird. It's rope. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're like, we're gonna chase you because you're the fairy princess, and they, oh no no no, they tie her up. Yeah, they're like lead her to the you. water. We caught you, and now we're taking you to my secret lair. So oh, they take man. her to the edge of the water, and Rachel just like shoves her in and i'm not, no hesitation but I, it's so weird because it's like okay you th- it's like still four inches of water like there's not mm-hmm. a 20 foot drop off like <laughs> right <Yeah>. there <laughs> so well then she really... screams at caitlin that she has to go hold her head under the water yeah oh and caitlin's yeah, yeah. like i'm not doing that but emily like doesn't hear that i don't know like she doesn't seem to register that she said that maybe just because she was like, "What the fuck just happened? You piece yeah. of shit! <laughs> you just shoved me in the water." Water fairies would not be happy with you, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, and I don't know. She's like very conveniently oblivious because then they are like, "Okay, we're gonna chase you again," and Emily and Rachel go running off, and then Emily finds something on the ground that is like so pretty she can't stop looking at it. <laughs> Flowers. While while Caitlin and Rachel are like, well, okay, she, you stab her. You know where all the good parts are. She even noted when they were out earlier, like, you guys are acting weird. Like, she knew something was up, but just ignored that instinct. She ignored that intuition. So, yeah, she gets distracted by flowers because yeah. she's just so cute. And it's probably she's like, like oh, no. there's probably fairies over here. <laughs> the okay. fairies sleep in here. Oh, no. Yeah, and then... There's a little argument between Rachel and Caitlin over who's going to stab her with the scissors. Mm-hmm. And then Rachel's like, you do it. What did she say? Hold Go on. Go bananas. Go bananas. Take her down. Oh, and then her down. Caitlin was like, 
I need your permission. And Rachel's like, fucking do it. I know. <laughs> it freaked me out. She was pumped. And this scene sucked. I hated it because it was awful. like good, but it was awful because it was good. Like she it's just so upsetting. Fucking stabs her a whole shit ton of times with a pair of scissors. This yes. poor little thing. She's covered in blood. Rachel, like, rolls her over the other side of a, like, fallen tree and is, like... Screaming in um, her face. Screaming in her face. But she's like, we're going to go get help. Yeah, but she's also, at the same time, having this, like... She has another one of these just a few minutes later, but, like, a panic attack, basically. Like, she's Hmm. coughing. She can't breathe. She's screaming. Like, she's just, like... Fucking fuck. Stay here. Yeah. Don't move. We're going to get help. They start running. She, she's like, I want to call my stepdad. I, we mm-hmm. need to just call my stepdad. This, What the fuck did we just do? They're in a cemetery, right? When this happened. Oh, that's right. They're walking through the cemetery. Yeah. And Caitlin's like, no, no, no. And then Rachel starts screaming. You did it. You did it. Like, you wanted to do it. Yeah. Screaming, and then both of the girls kind of just start screaming for Suzerain to like come to them because yes. we did it. Where are you? <laughs> yeah, they're basically like praying, like we need you, Lord Suzerain. Mm-hmm. Um, a fisherman who's dressed like a pirate. Yeah, <laughs> why was he dressed like a pirate? <laughs> you had one of those like three corner hats. Like, I know. It was so strange. I imagine was like, he had is a he wooden a- leg playing this game. <laughs> It's yeah, so he was strange. like, hey, I heard you guys were having a coffee drink. <laughs> <laughs> Is there like some LARPing going on over here? That's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he finds Emily just like alive. Alive. Mm-hmm. She's still alive. The, thank God she's, she survived this, but like bloody and just, I would imagine probably clinging to life after being stabbed that many times. Poor little thing. Yeah. Meanwhile, Caitlin and Rach are just like strolling around going to a furniture store called The The Dump. Dump. (laughs) (laughs) What? Why? I was like, what store is this supposed to be? I don't get it. Like a discount furniture store. Like they're they said on one of the signs like we're dumping 50% off. (laughs) I know, but like I know we're dumb. Value City Furniture. Like one of the, you know. I guess. It's just like, what a strange The dolls. <laughs> it sounds like a radio station. <laughs> You're listening to WXYZ, The Dump. <laughs> so dumb. Your favorite dump of classic rock all here. <laughs> we're dumping on you 24-7. <laughs> oh my fucking god so they're strolling through this store to go wash up filled with customers not a single person seems to notice these two 12 year old girls covered in blood covered literally covered in blood strolling around a fucking discount furniture store like it's hello insane Please pay attention to your surroundings, people. Like, please. 
It is ridiculous. It was bonkers that no one even looked at them. I was waiting for someone to like, at least give them a like side eye, but Mm -hmm. nothing. I liked the scene when they're in the bathroom cleaning up because they were dead silent and Mm -hmm. you could tell that they were just like, what the absolute fuck did we just do? Oh shit. Yeah. You could feel the like Mm -hmm. horror. They were, they played that really well. So they clean themselves off, but leave a fucking mess in that bathroom. I felt bad for blood the everywhere in Caitlin's gloves. Oh, that's what they left. Oh, the ones oh. she doesn't like to take off. Which, by the way, I thought we were going to find out that she had been like picking at her skin or something, and Some. she had like you know scars all over or something. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know what it was. I don't know. So Rachel's dad finds a letter she wrote him on her bed when he's putting her laundry away that presumably tells of their plan, tells him what they're going to do. Yeah, she's basically saying, like, don't worry about me. I'm going to be fine. Yeah. So here's the slow motion. Fucking sad. I was, like, sad with this. So it's like, he's like, what the fuck? Goes to Caitlin's parents. There's a mm-hmm. fucking cop at the door. Angela's upstairs vacuuming. The dad comes up the stairs with a cop. All the parents are finding out what's going on. It's like slow and sad. There's this very sad song playing. I was I like, no, it was really hard times. to watch. I got like very teary. I was like, oh my fucking God. Cause it's just like I know. parents hearing that their 12 year old daughters have attempted to kill. Mm-hmm. Your sweet little friend. And, and they the dad, still don't know where they are. Yeah. And then the dad, like you could just tell, oh, he did such could, a good job of being the like. The guilt. Yes. Yeah, he was just like, no, uh, no, it was no, no. So hard to watch. Yeah. So they're eventually found by a cop on just hanging out on the side of the highway. taking, Which is where they there. were actually picked up in real life, which really? is wild. Yeah. And they're in the back of the car and they're like, well. Cool. Did that. Everything's going to be a-okay. Our parents are at the station waiting for us. They're alive. Mm -hmm. Great. Everything's good. Nothing will happen to us now. (laughs) Right. (sighs) And then we cut back to one year later, Angela Kinsey from the beginning of the movie Mm -hmm. giving her speech or whatever. Yeah. We see a little glimpse of Emily, too, roller skating. So, you know, Emily made it. Um, yeah, Rachel is like at some facility where she's Chewy. talking too much and this girl's giving her a side eye like so hard. <laughs> well, she's giving her the look. She's giving her the look that she gave Emily talking about a hundred percent. And uh, yeah, Caitlin is in what looks like a psychiatric facility, yeah. just drawing, drawing. I thought the art piece on her wall was so good. It was like awesome. made up of a bunch of her drawings, but it made the eye. Yeah, it was awesome. Before. It was, was very like, okay, cool. Caitlin. Yeah, and her mom at the meeting is like, we're trying to get her medication right. And like, I'm here for her. And it just you just felt sad. Just felt it's fucking really sad. sad. It just bummed me out that like, there are so many kids with mental illness out there who have access to this kind of shit on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, it's just bad. It's just bad. Yeah. When you're that age, you already don't 
have the capacity to determine like what's fully good and what's fully bad and et cetera, but to throw mental illness in the mix makes it a million times harder. Yeah. And it's a million times sadder that this is a real thing that happened. It's crazy. I just can't, I can't get over how young, how young they are and how good their families seemed. You know what I mean? Like supportive, loving parents. I mean, maybe that isn't the case. You know what I mean? Maybe it's wasn't that wonderful at their homes, but it's just but watching the watching Beware the Slender Man, you like the parents, yes, they made missteps, but like they loved their kids and were yeah. you know, trying to be there for them. It's uh it's really sad. Yeah, it was a real fucking bummer. It was a real bummer of a movie. And I just, I'm so glad that that little girl lived. But my God, can you imagine how fucked up that would make you forever? Like, oh my gosh, you'd never trust It's like your fucking again. little best friend who, uh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't. I just, I, know, I mean, the- she will. Like, I'm sure she's getting wonderful therapy and stuff. So she will be able to trust people again. But like, whew, that's... Especially during the age of 12. Like, the, the age of 12. Like, such an impressionable time for your brain and relationships and, you know, what means what. Right. And it, ugh, when they When they found her um, in real life, the cops said, who did this to you? And she said, my best friend. Oh, it was like no, so sad. Oh no, I know, it made me so sad. I was like, oh no, oh, that's like I, I mean, it's like one of the ultimate betrayals that I, you know, like you can't really get much worse no. than that. There are a few things, but like that's got to be one of the top ones up there getting fucking murdered by your best friend like after she lured you out into the woods because I, I, I because of nothing yeah. well it was because of mental illness but if she hadn't been introduced to it oh yeah this is a classic you know what I mean? case like, of fully adieu yeah like these two girls would never have done this if they had not met each other yeah Just sad. It was a good movie. I liked it, but it was just sad. Just sad. Yeah, this is another no one would tell situation. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It was a bit of a bummer. Bit of a bummer, but I liked it. I enjoyed it. I liked it too. I'll make sure to pick um, a not at all serious one for next time. Well, there was one I was going to pick. It was called like Secret in the Woods. And Mm -hmm. I was, it's about... This guy takes his girl to his family cabin, but then she learns that, like, her dad would, like, bring women out there and keep them until they, like, assume the identity of his dead wife or something like that. Uh, I was like, ooh, that sounds sounds good. (laughs) But then I kept scrolling, and then I saw Terror in the Woods and Angela Kinsey. I was like, oh, yep, winner, winner, chicken dinner. (laughs) All right. Well, do you have anything else to add? No, I do not. Um, No, I just hope everybody has a good week and uh, don't look up creepy stuff online. Stay Uh, off creepy pasta. Yep. Don't go it. 
Don't go it. <laughs> don't go don't, it. Don't, don't do it. Don't is why, it. Why her face like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Why her face that way? <laughs> why her face that way? Oh, All boy. right. Well, have a good week, everybody. And we'll uh, talk at you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.